Hello everyone, I'm Lisandra. Um, I'm from Cuba. I came to United States three years ago after graduating from journalism in Cuba. And um, I'm a digital content producer at uh, Univision now. Um, and I'm very happy to be here with Anos and Deepika at uh, podcast at the end of the day. Thank you so much, Lysandra, for this wonderful introduction. And you know what? Whenever we invite a journalist in our podcast, I get really excited. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I'm so happy to meet you too, guys. I mean, I didn't know that you were journalists. Uh -huh. And I mean, to meet colleagues and, you know, mm -hmm. um, extend or professional networks are very, you know, Great, so yes. right. <laughs> that yeah. I'm very happy to thank you. So, Lysandra, uh, tell me about uh, your Cuban journalism background. Well, in Cuba, well, I was a sighting and I worked for um, a lot of um, media as well. I worked for TV stations, I worked for newspapers, um, magazines, but um, I I mean, um, I love doing like investigation journalism and I love um, um, to work with this magazine in a big um, uh, publishing company. Um, the magazine is Aguento Tecnica, in Spanish. And, and it was amazing because um, as a part of my thesis, um, to get graduated, I I wrote this uh, articles about um, the pollution in Havana, mm -hmm. and you know all the people that 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 were living in those environments, and and it was very cool because a lot of people in Havana know know every every um, know a lot of people knows that, but um, lives like in um, in houses that they built by by themselves. And they know legally in Havana in the capital, and that's an issue mm -hmm. in the in the city. They don't have houses. I mean, they, they live as an immigrants, mm -hmm. indocumented in immigrants mm -hmm. in their own countries. Oh. and that's and and it was great to to write um, those articles because um, um, like a year ago or a few months ago, mm -hmm. I knew that um, uh, the government. After um, you know, a lot of people reading my my story, mm -hmm. um, gave them houses and places to live. Oh. and it was awesome because I I wrote that you know as a um, as a graduate. I mean, recently mm -hmm. graduated, and and it was great because it was the first time that you know in the um, um, official media's in Cuba, mm -hmm. um, someone you know published something like that. You know the situation with the government and it was very great um, you know to see the results of, uh, of my work right. and well basically that's my background. <laughs> wow that is such an impressive background and especially after having the impact of your story that you did some years back it must be such a like such a pride right so after coming to the US did you ever plan to get back to the sector of journalism and media? Yes, definitely. Yes. So how did you start? How did you start your career from day one? The first thing that I always uh, knew was that I had to learn how to speak English. Yeah. Because I, when I came here, I didn't know how to communicate. I mean, we receive English classes in, in college in mm -hmm. Cuba, but it's not the same. When you get here, it's like 
<laughs> what is this? I mean, your ear, your pronunciation, everything. Actually, was doing a research about about you know a master program. I found uh, I found out about Guardi Global, mm -hmm. and this is an organization that helps uh, professional immigrants to get in um, in their field um, with trainings, partners, mock interviews, and they help him so they help him so much. I mean. Thanks to then, I, I could get the, my, the job that I have now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, of course, and that, <laughs> that trip it was, mm -hmm. wasn't that simple. I had to work for restaurants. Yeah. I, have to work, I, I was working actually in a pharmacy in Costco. Mm -hmm. But that helped me so much because I could learn, you know, the English that I needed. Like, how did you learn English at Costco? Well, you know, dealing <laughs> with all customers, right. um, you know, all my co-workers, they helped me so, they helped me so much with my English at the first. It was hard, you know, but, um, you know, to talk by phone with people mm -hmm. and stuff like that and, 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 you know, names that I wasn't used to it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, step by step. Of course, watch, of course, watching TV all the time, reading right. newspaper, you know, mm -hmm. basic stuff that everyone tells you when you, uh, tells you when you, when you get here. Uh, so listen, you came here in 2015, and finally you got your, um, you know, journalism job in at the end of 2018, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, it seems like it's a too long journey, you know. Tell me uh, those moments when you when you thought, okay, I think I might have to switch my career. Did you ever think like that? Of course. <laughs> I mean, um, when I came, I had the idea, you know, mm. to to keep into my field, communication side, everything. But when you get here, and you know that journalists maybe it's it's a topic, right. or maybe uh, don't pay you. The, uh, you know, it don't pays you that, that well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people around you, it's like, no, you have to do something. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, medical field, like healthcare field, or, um, I don't know, software development, or, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, that that at the end, because that, because that kind of degree costs you money. Right. And you need, what they tell you is, um, 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 you need, you know, a career that, that paid for it, that mm -hmm. pays for it. So mm -hmm. it's complicated, mm -hmm. you know, like keep focusing on what you want and what you love. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, of course I, mm -hmm. sometimes I, I ask myself if I, if I choose, but at the end, um, I knew that I had studied um, I had studied in Cuba for five years. Mm -hmm. I I knew that I love what I what I do. Mm -hmm. I, I love writing. I love reading. I love you know know people and and, and you know this field is, is so great. You know mm -hmm. to see the impact that you can do in someone and you know with your job it, it it's it's very good if you see it from that. Maybe it's not you know. The, the career that that's gonna you know makes you like me millionaire but mm -hmm. uh, but of course not <laughs> of course not <laughs> but it's what you but it's what you love and that's that that a lot of people don't understand in this country you know mm -hmm. that no everything is money in between you were working in jobs that was not related with media 
So given the time gap, how did you convince that, uh, that you could still, that you are up to date with what is in the job market in media, that they can hire you as a digital content producer? Were you still working on that even in that period of 2015 to 2018? How did you fill up the gap? Well, I do was working, I mean, collaborating with the magazine in Cuba until 2017. Mm -hmm. And then I always kept like, you know, like maybe, I don't know, getting not courses, but, you know, like I, I was doing this literary workshop, mm -hmm. applying for jobs. And at least in Univision, they, a lot of people are immigrants, Latin. And they know how difficult can you know can be like get a job in your field. It's hard, mm -hmm. but it's not you know it wasn't that that many amount of time to say no. You're no you know um, able to do this job anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe in the interview you have to prove yourself to the other. I mean with the, all the questions because they they ask me like you know, um, questions about um, what was going on in that moment and why my opinion about a lot of stuff. And it wasn't like I just left what I was, you know, to to become another person when I came here. I mm -hmm. just kept, you know, um, um, you know, keeping up my, with my job, like, I don't know, writing and, and, and you know, investigating what, mm -hmm. about stuff and, and, and kept updated. So, I, I don't know, it's a difficult question to answer <laughs> that, yeah. that you just yes. did, because I know that, you know, actually that was my, my, my fear, you know, like, um, what happened if I, I keep trying mm -hmm. and, and never happens like I knew that 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 w for that reason I was uh, trying to get into a master's and but I had to wait for my green card and stuff so so yes um, one way or another you know I, I, I knew that um, I had to come back so yeah uh, it is difficult to explain that it is not always about money right it is your interest and your passion that matters mm -hmm. so you know, how do we convince the young immigrants who are in the U.S. today who kind of, you know, they, they, they seem to give up and then they rather choose the way that takes them to money mm. in, a, in the quickest way possible and they give, up, they give up their dream job, they give up their passion and career. Mm. The only advice that I could um, <laughs> tell everyone that thinking to do something for money, you know, because they like to do it, mm -hmm. it's... It's the same question that I did myself. Like, just imagine you like working every single day to a job that you don't like. Yes, they will pay, pay you well, but you're gonna hate to be to be there. Like every single day. For example, uh, when I I started working for the pharmacy in Costco. Uh, my parents and everyone was like, oh my God, so in a pharmacy, you're a pharmacy technician. You, you can do it better. Like you can be, become a doctor, a pharmacist. And it was like, um, okay, I'll think about it. And I thought about it, but it was like, no, I just cannot be here the whole day uh, in front of um, a computer, like, you know, um, doing the stuff um, 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 and, you know, seeing all the medications and, you know, with clients. No, I don't like this. 
I don't like, you know, I, I wouldn't like to be part of this. So no, I have to do something that I know I love. Mm -hmm. So yes, I mean, I think, think about that, you know? How, how many years of work you, you, you're gonna have to do until you get retired? Yeah. Just think, right. and it's, it's gonna be hard, you know, to, to do a job that you hate, mm -hmm. that you don't like, that yeah. you only do it for money, because at the end... Yeah, at the end of the day, when you look back, we hope there's, you don't come across a time where you say, oh, I, if I had tried, yeah. Oh, now you, I you don't want to regret, you know? You don't want to exactly. regret. If somebody would like to uh, get in touch with you for career guidance, would you like to share your email address with them? It's D-E-L-A-P-A-Z dot L-I-S-A-N-D-R-A mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Thank so. you, Lissandra. And we'll be following you on Univision. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and right, so towards you. the end, we would like to thank Arnik, ESU, English Speaking Union, for providing us this wonderful space to record this podcast. And this English Speaking Union, or NU Rome New Immigrant Center, ARNIC as it is called in short form, is an organization that helps new immigrants like you and me to uh, learn English language as well as professionally develop ourselves for the US job market. So definitely get in touch with ARNIC or ESU for classes in the soon future. And please visit our website podcast at theendoftheday.com so that you can watch and listen to our previous episodes. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey guys, a quick note. If you have a personal story that you think might be helpful to the newly arriving immigrants in the US, please contact us. We would love to feature you in our podcast. Go to our website, podcast at the end of the day dot com and write to us by going to the feedback section and by the way if you love this podcast you can support us with a small donation your help will enable us to continue producing more episodes the link to support our podcast is in the description below